0: Today with me, I have Trevor Hudson, another one of my best friends in the world, one of the funniest... Let's go! And uh, we, as you can see, I recorded this intro after midway through the podcast, we've already started drinking, and this is one of my longest friends, We, uh, we became young men together. And then we became pieces of shit together. And we're probably gonna become old scumbags together.
1: You came out for, what I believe, maybe my 23rd birthday in Arizona, and you never left. You just stayed in my guest bedroom for three weeks. Started paying rent, actually. Um, It was nice getting a few extra dollars in college. Uh, I was dead broke, living off my mom's credit card. And uh, he decided, you know, toss me $300 here. I had to kick him out and... Well, you asked for it. had to refund him his money uh, because I couldn't get my schoolwork done because, you know, he would be shooting cockroaches with BB guns at 4 a.m., lighting
0: off fireworks. It was one cockroach, and why wouldn't you shoot it? Oh, yeah, and then that time when uh, I filled (laughs) your uh, toilet bowl with fish, and then I filled the upper deck with more fish so that when you flushed it, more fish would come down.
1: I wasn't too concerned about the fish. I came home, uh, uh, there's a shit ton of dead fish in my bathtub. Oh yeah, we
0: didn't realize the water was that hot.
1: Dead fish in the bathtub, live fish in the toilet bowl. At the time, I was kind of pretty afraid of reptiles. (laughs) I, I went to change my boxers after, you know, four days and... A little fucking lizard's looking at me right in the eyes, and I jumped up. and Not <laughs>
0: not, not one, but two lizards.
1: I didn't know about the second one. Just so
0: after you found the first one, you thought that would be the end of it.
1: Yeah, so the first one, I, I started sleeping out in the living room, and then uh, I finally get you know two nights of deep sleep to wake up to a lizard crawling across my chest. Um, yeah, that wasn't <laughs> too pleasant and uh, still kind of haunts me to this day.
0: Well, you know why I did that, right? It's because you you, t- you told me to go in this tanning booth, and you're like, yeah, 10 minutes should be good, and I was so fucking insanely sunburned for a week that I it hurt to walk. So that was revenge I for didn't... you being negligent in your direction of, of proper suntan.
1: For the six and a half listeners out there, I just want to make it for on the record. Actually, we're up to 60. Bro. Oh, nice. Uh, 60, 60 per episode. Hi, everyone. Um, thank you for tuning in. I didn't I didn't mean any negligence or harm. Uh, I was just trying to give him a tan to fit in with the Arizona crowd.
0: Arizona is interesting. Huh? The girls in Arizona are like the girls in Hollywood. Except more fake and hotter, which is hard for people to believe. But if you come to Scottsdale, it's true. Arizona girls are like Hollywood girls, minus the ambition. Like, an Arizona girl, a Hollywood girl will be like, yeah, well, I model and dance and sing and act. And Arizona girls will just be like, oh, yeah, I do bottle service. And everyone's just just good looking. Yeah, we definitely had some fun times while I was living here the first time around, though. I had no job, and life was cheap, and all we did was drink. Or I don't know about we. All I did was drink. And, um... You remember when we went to that baseball game?
1: Oh how how can I forget that 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 was an instant classic. Okay, so there was like
0: five of us too. Five of the the biggest pieces of shit.
1: So I worked for this company that would give uh, virtually give me uh, free tickets. Uh, we're going to Arizona Diamondbacks game. The crowd doesn't fill up. They got twenty thousand empty seats. They're nearly giving them away. Yeah, it was not a big game.
0: Not not a big deal at all. We, get- we were sitting like front row. And there, it was it was rather empty.
1: Yeah, so we we get some tickets. We're with a good group of five guys, and we notice we look up in uh, about the right field bleachers, about se- second deck high, and it was a it was a help hotline. What what did it say?
0: It said, "Please report any misconduct to text blah 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 to this number."
1: Yeah, unruly behavior, misconduct. So, and
0: I saw an opportunity. I was like, guys, check that out. I'm not sure if that was totally your idea. It was 100% my idea. Well, and I pointed it out and I was like, "Yo, all right, <laughs> we're going to pick someone out and we're going to we're going to all text this number." And everyone was immediately on board. And we picked the one guy uh, this guy had a man bun, which was the thing to hate at the time, and he had a hot girlfriend. Yeah, so she, we she were was, jealous. She was she was smoking
1: hot. Dude looked like a total douchebag. Um it was, a,
0: it was the perfect person to choose in this crowd. So. so we start texting him. I text the the hotline, uh this guy's yelling racial slurs and and then Sam texts him, like, yeah, he's yelling racial obscenities and someone else like he's screaming the N-word. <laughs> and all five of us we're getting and we're getting real-time responses by real people, like, thanks for letting us know. Could you describe what he looks like? It wasn't just like a hotline, like, your process, you're, processed, you're your submission has been processed and request has been fulfilled or something. It was an actual person on the other line. So we're like describing him and and we get his seat number. And um, we're sitting there cracking up as we're all five of us having like the same conversation. And then we look up the steps at the top of the stairs. We see two cops pop up. And they're down, and they're there pointing. And at this point, we're doing that thing where you like you grab the corner of your lips to like make sure you don't smile. We're like, oh fuck, we can't, can't give ourselves away for falsely incriminating this (laughs) poor guy. So two cops turns into eight cops, and there's a whole bunch of cops. It becomes a big deal. The two cops come down. We we see them like motion, like, hey, can you come with us? And they take the guy out of the stadium. And then at this point, we're like, oh shit, I can't believe we just did that. And then we start cracking up once the cops disappear. And we're like, alright, next target. And then we start doing the same shit with someone else. But then I think we just got bored of baseball and left.
1: Pardon (laughs) Al-Qaeda.
0: What if that's how we went out? A bomb. Just fucking. You have an astonishingly low sex drive. Like you are the least sexually motivated male I've ever met in my life.
1: Yeah, I've heard that quite some time. Um... Why is
0: that? Like, I've never heard you, I've never seen you talk about a girl like, she is so hot, like, I need to get in there, and like, I need to go talk to this girl. You're just like, yeah, yeah, you know, play it cool. Maybe we'll be friends. (laughs) Maybe we'll uh, we'll go out and play catch sometime. Yeah, I wouldn't say catch, but yeah,
1: I I know what you mean. Um, Definitely gets brought up all the time. Dude, if a hot
0: girl invited you to play catch right now, you'd be like, yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah,
1: it it does sound fun. I'd be like, no, what the fuck are you
0: talking about? All all right. Let's all right. get some drinks. Go back to my place.
1: Yeah, no. I'm uh, going to
0: pretend like we're going to go out after, and then, you know, one thing leads to another. Oh, have you seen my dog in my bed conveniently? To so be honest, what's what's your deal? To be honest, I don't know
1: anything. I, I think it's... Uh, the sex drive is directly related to... I don't know. It's a long shot, but my adderall usage i uh, i was prescribed adderall since the age of 10 and it did make differences it wasn't like i was taking it in third grade cranking out assignments till you know 3am it was
0: more that uh speaking of cranking out i feel like that has something to do with it too
1: yeah so to touch on that i do crank it quite often and when i say quite often i got a whole vr headset eli too uh but you know I'm very content just kind of crank rubbing out the easy one myself and uh, just you know I don't want to be cliched and saying hang out with the boys but that's usually how that's that's my definition of a fun night is going out with the guys and not having any interruptions.
0: Uh, yeah no, I see where you're coming from except in terms of like going to old town because like the group of people we hang out with they're a fun group. But as soon as you go to old town, it's too fucking loud to converse.
1: Yeah. So my point, um, I don't, I'm don't. i not too vocal. I'm not great with my speech. A lot of people say my vocabula- vocabulary is limited. Uh, I kind of just pull out the dance moves and smile real big. And uh, that's kind of my idea of having fun, dumping ice buckets on my head. Uh, kind of, you know, it's like the adult way of mischief. I'm not doing anything too bad. I'm just you know, tossing drinks on my head and whatnot. And that's my idea of fun.
0: Yeah, let's ask uh, the questions that people are really wondering at home. Are you really having as much fun as it looks like?
1: I definitely have tons of fun, but don't get me wrong. Um, I will definitely take the opportunity to make it look like I'm having fun, even if that's not the occasion. Um, A lot of people have noticed that, I travel a fuck ton, and it's because of work. Um, I have a lot of meetings, I go to a lot of cool places, but um, the thing is, when I do go on these work meetings, yeah, I do try to spice it up a little bit, and I will take some snaps and photos there, making it look like I'm having a really cool time, Uh, you know. But the reality of it is, uh, I'm getting on a flight, I'm getting my hotel room, I'm setting everything up for my meeting the next day. I finish my meeting. I go out for maybe a drink or two. I was
0: mainly referring to the screaming, let's go. And um, tell us a story about oh, Welcome to the Villa. Et- Where did that originate?
1: First off, let's go is complete. Every time I do a let's go, it's 100% genuine. Um, I'm not going to fake a let's go. So yeah, I'm definitely having a good time. I'm fucking piped up. The electricity's flown. It's a fucking power plant up in here. Welcome to the villa. Um, that actually originated with uh, Bobby Sauce, Robert Ibiza, uh, I think Bix King, a few, a few of those guys. They, they were always using it, and I, I kind of hijacked it, um, non-airplane. I think when I was in Tulum. When, when we went to Tulum, uh, they uh, would always say, welcome to my villa. And I kind of overtook that, like, wow, yeah, welcome to my motherfucking villa. And I just proceeded to resume. Put yours on silent. Wow. Uh, I guess some people uh, found out that I'm on a podcast right now and to ask them for shout outs. <laughs> I'm actually going to give you a shout down. But um, yeah, no. The villa can be anything that you know that people wish they were there.
0: Let's go back a little bit. Let's go to the Isla Vista days. Uh, if we're going to do that, most of the
1: people you're going to have to hand me that bottle of Tito's.
0: Yeah. Get a, get a little grandpa's old cough medicine in you. Take another one. We don't drink much these days. It's pathetic.
1: Might be pathetic for you, but uh, I hold a full-time job,
0: so... I think that's pathetic.
1: (laughs) Hey, Eh, Depends who you ask.
0: I'm asking myself, and I'm right. A lot of people listening to this are going to see that uh, you're going to be on this. Like, my Omid got the most plays of any of my things. Because we have a whole friend group that so i I think this is going to get the most plays of any of my podcasts
1: so I'm kind of like a takashi six nine
0: well, I wouldn't compare yourself to him because he's a pedophile and he's also in jail for a long time when we first met, Trevor thought I was a drug addict, which is hilarious because I had not <laughs> even done drugs at that point. Um, never done a single drug. It, I was just fucking weird, yeah, so still am, but alcohol, I think uh somehow alleviates or it makes it sit like, oh it's just drunk kind of thing. Whereas like when I'm sober it's like, oh no, that's you're actually like that.
1: I mean this isn't a good story. This is most likely gonna be edited out, but this is just Yeah, don't tell it this how-
0: When was the first time we hung out? Like had a good time.
1: Let me start off when where we first met first first bet, Eli uh freshman orientation. It was uh, whatever it was, it was January two thousand eleven. Ja- yeah, January two thousand eleven. I move out to Ila Vista, we're staying it was
0: Fountain Blue, but the Trop- change name. Tropicana Del Norte. Oh yeah, Trop del Norte. Wait, let's talk about Isla Vista. Just to I think most people listening know about IV. But um can you fucking silence your phone? And I think they wanna I, they wanna recap of it. it it was so great that the rest of our lives suck. And I think we can all agree on that. But, um, so Isla Vista is like the school housing area in, for UC Santa Barbara and SBCC, which is obviously where me and Trevor went, where it would, is one square mile of nothing but residential areas and apartments and a little bit of, um iconic restaurants like Freebirds and Sam's To Go and places you hear of and you're like, oh yeah, Isla Vista. So basically there was no supervision. You just get dropped. We, we got dropped off there. What turned into be, I'm living next to literally hundreds of my favorite people at the time. Most of them, I knew, you, you I go, probably you, you, knew a hundred people. We probably, true, knew, true, we probably knew hundreds of people that every time we saw them, we were like, oh, what's up? Yeah, like, so, so
1: we did definitely start off hanging out with the people that we knew because they already hadn't. We came a semester late, so they already kind of had their friend groups established. Yeah. Uh, we we're still trying to figure it out, so that does make sense.
0: And we broke in pretty quick. So we all lived in one square mile where all of my best friends in the fucking world were a three-minute walk away and everyone had their own place no one had a curfew we were right on the ocean we basically had absolute freedom
1: when you say we lived on the ocean i'm pretty sure that was only my house
0: no i lived on dp was that after i dipped out probably yeah okay uh, i was supposed to live with you
1: yeah so so it was supposed to be me you campbell max miguel uh, a few other people and we we were looking at some houses and it, everything was you done. lived with ian right Oh, man, yeah.
0: What happened to his bed? Um...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God bless Ian. Uh, Shout out to him. Is there a specific incident you would like to address?
0: Yeah, um, I recall someone took a shit on it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so,
0: um,
1: I think it's been long enough. I kind of come clean, um... He's 100% clean now, and he's been clean, yeah, I'm clean happy for, for over it. a year. He's he's doing great. He actually, he actually messaged me the
0: other day. No one wants to hear that. Uh, I want to hear about this shit on his bed. All right.
1: Well, I just wanted to throw out that I, I do really respect the guy. At the time, I did not. Um, we're having a party. This kid, Ian, I took a shit on his bed. We Okay, so we live... <laughs> we, we, we live in... A duplex on the ocean. I don't know why our parents, none of us, none of the 18 people here, you know, were paying for it on their own dime. That I believe. It was definitely our parents who thought that there, it was a recipe for disaster. So I have this roommate. The guy, the guy's really getting to me wit's end and we have one of our across-the-street roommates, Luis. He had a dog named Gorka. Gorka doesn't speak English. Gorka is is
0: a Spaniard. Shout out to Luis. Good <laughs> yeah. guy. Yo, I'm coming to Spain soon, I promise.
1: Yeah, so Gorka's in the house running around, but I climbed up the... Uh, we had a little wooden ladder. I climbed the wooden ladder, take a fat squat, and just unload on his bed. And we blame it on the dog Gorka. Any rational human being would know that this dog could not run up those wooden stairs. However, you know, Gorka gets kicked out and we're like, come on Gorka, you can't do this. And he bought it. He bought it, he bought it. And that's not the worst part. Uh, The worst part is Ian, Ian used to eat all my food. The reason I used to eat out every time is when I first moved into the house, I would go out, buy groceries, they'd be gone. So we would always find out that Ian would eat all the food. So one night, uh, <laughs> we go out and get uh, some Korean bowls and I had no intention of eating this whatsoever so I took a fat shit in the Korean bowl <laughs> threw some Ciroc <laughs> it was a little bit of artistry I, I
0: didn't even know about this
1: it was a little bit of artistry I didn't even know about it. most of the world doesn't know about this and threw it back in the fridge we have 8 roommates I knew none of them would touch it besides Ian next thing you know I look in the trash can the next day and there's a half-eaten Korean bowl with my shit in it, and Ian's on the couch complaining about stomach pains. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god, that is so bizarre. I said, hey man, I hope you feel better. Can I borrow your car so I can go get you some meds? I use it I, I use it to go to I use it to go to school so I don't have to take the bus. How about that? Gonna forget. <laughs> How about that time you fucked that girl with the broken jaw? Do you remember that? Well,
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh God, let I me get think, com-
1: let me get comfortable.
0: I don't think it was actually broken. Okay, so I've been knocked out twice in my life. No, both just, times were from behind. She broke her jaw. Let me back it up because I don't I didn't witness this because I was knocked out. So okay, what was happening was it was one of those nights where I was on DP, I lost all my friends, didn't matter, I was just walking around hitting on every girl. Which was routine and it always worked, and that's why Ivy was the best thing ever. But uh, so I go up to this one girl who's with these uh, couple people, and there's like this shorter Mexican dude. Like, Ivy always had like these Ventura Mexican kids that would come up just to like go in people's houses and party and fight people. and He was one of those, but he was by himself, and he was I could tell he was trying to get at the girl, and she was just like, there was like no chance, he was just fucking he was like small and weird. And, uh, I, so I just go up, I start talking to her and, uh, we we get along immediately because I'm fucking awesome. And obviously, well, at that time I was now I'm just a fucking old 26 year old, but this, this guy is not taken too keen to that. And he's just like, Hey, did you spit into the fucking vodka? Oh my God. Ladies and gentlemen. Trevor has just fucking drank himself to the point where he's doing dip and he spit into our vodka. You goddamn piece of shit. Well, you got beer in the fridge. But you're gonna finish that. <laughs> I'm gonna finish that. Is, that is that the trick to getting more booze? You just spit in it. Yeah, I think so. I think I'm gonna start doing that at pre games. Oh, shit, I spit in it. I well yeah, I, I remember I've done that before. where I'm like eating out with people and they're like, "Can I have some of that?" And I just lick everything.
1: Well, I don't think oh. you're going to eat out with me after hearing me shitting in Ian's food
0: story. <laughs> well, I'm definitely going eating out of your fridge. So I'm talking to this girl and um, the, the the little like Mexican Ventura dude, he says something along the lines of like, Oh, you trying to get stuck, fool? And I'm, I'm like, I say something like, no, why would, I, what, are you asking if I want to get stabbed? Why would I want to get stabbed, you idiot? No, go away. And some kids like separated us and it wasn't even a big deal. I'm like, I'm not trying to fight. I'm trying to talk to this girl. So they separated us. This kid disappears. And then, uh, me and this girl keep talking and, uh, she's cool. We're getting along. And then we end up, uh, we start making out right in front of your house. Yeah. So that's kind of when I rolled up. Well, uh, let let me say what I remember. So I remember I was making out with her and then all of a sudden I, my vision's blurry and you're running up to me and saying like, dude, are you okay? And I'm like, what? And you're like, you just got knocked out. And I was like, what do you like? Just now? So apparently this dude ran up behind me and knocked me out while I was making this making out. Well, you saw it. You tell me.
1: Yeah, so uh, I, I was at a separate party that night. I was just rolling up, going home for whatever reason. Okay, and
0: so
1: and uh, Eli's making out with this chick. And little Mexican Ventura guy punches him in the back of the head. And he gets knocked out cold. I have to slap him a few times, wake him up. I wake him up. Uh, So I ran down the street, and uh, the guy pulls a knife out on me, and I'm like, oh man, not one of these guys. Ventura. uh, I come back. Eli's regaining his senses, and Eli wakes. He pops right back up. He's fine. Everything's good to go. The girl he was making out with, uh, I guess it was— The punch traveled through (laughs) my jaw into hers. The punch hit his head. His, His head went into her jaw, so she broke her jaw. So, she's... Well, how do you know it was broken? It was 100% broken. So, we proceeded... She wasn't complaining. So, we go back to the house. We bring these girls. And he goes up to uh, Ian, who we previously talked about in this podcast. He goes up on top of his bed and proceeds to make out with the chick. My girl, uh, she does not want anything to do with me. And I'm like, alright, fine. Whatever. So, we're just sitting there casually... Listening to these guys get at it, and I think I don't know if you uh, immediately just stuck your dick in her or you you know started finger banging, but she she proceeds to moan, and this is when we knew the jaw was actually broken, because instead of you know the normal casual moan, we're gonna, <laughs> so she couldn't move her jaw. <laughs> I told I told this girl that she should go to the hospital and she should get immediate attention. Uh, she was way too focused on you know banging you. It was like a, a boar that just got shot with a bow and arrow.
0: Doing whale calls. Exactly. What if I still have her number?
1: That would be extremely weird. But um, yeah, no, the jaw was completely broken. I looked at it in the mirror, and I'm wanted to say, no, you're fine, champ. Just get back out there. It was fucked up.
0: Yeah, so in when we lived when we first met in Fountain Blue, I had hands down the worst roommates of everyone in the entire complex. Do you remember that? No. Okay. Do you remember short little Hudson? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I do creepiest motherfucker ever.
1: So you did end up changing rooms. So yeah.
0: And then and Scott Scott wasn't a bad dude. But he listened to terrible music, and I think he was gay, which is not a problem. Scott, not Scott's well
1: actually—I still follow him on. No, his, yeah, I, I like Scott. He—he he actually has some funny things. I've always him. been
0: a fan of Scott. Okay, yeah. But he—I remember when I first met him. He had a poster with the that artist Cascade, and he would always be playing that that kind of music when I'd walk in. I'm like, oh, I, I this is my least favorite kind of music. And then we had this other. I, I had I was in a room with two other people. It was Scott, and then this kid, his name was like Win Winton or something Wyland. and he always wore like a a vest and a tie. No one ever saw him because he was he never hung around. and he had every he had the box set of every season of will and Grace in his in his in his closet. <laughs> and he ordered GQ magazine. and we didn't see much of him. And then we had a uh, Jeremy that had his own room. That all he would do is sit in his room and play World of Warcraft. I'd come home at like four AM after getting drunk and like having a good time and he'd be like, Yeah, all right, meet me around the back of the castle blah, blah. And I I'd come home and I'd be I'd like knock on his door sometimes and be like, Listen, we need to get you some pussy. We and I like give him I'd give him like all these smiels and be like, Alright, yeah, okay. And then I, I saw him a few years after that too, and he was like, You know what, man, I took your advice and I'm out there and I like I'm living and like and I was like, Yeah Yeah, Yo, <laughs> you know? speaking of that But anyways, so I moved I was like, I, I I don't like, Hudson was a piece of shit because he would always, we'd have, I'd have like everyone in my room because my room was like the furthest away from the office so we could have parties there with the window closed and people couldn't hear. Because Fountain Blue was like, you're let, not allowed let, to drink and let's stuff. Let's make and
1: this clear, there was an actual kid. Hudson was his first name.
0: He's the kind of person you ditch. Uh, oh yeah, and we have plenty a lot, of stories about as that. As many times as you can. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm trying to change rooms. And uh, my first group of friends out there was... Uh, Campbell, Max, and Jeff, and Kyle. And Kyle ended up getting kicked out. He worked for TROP. He got kicked out because we were smoking a blunt in his room while he wasn't even there with his brother. And Kyle took the fall for it because he's black. Not intentionally, but like he got fucked for it. And Kyle lives out here too. We'll probably have him on the podcast. So then I moved down into the room with Kyle, Campbell, Jeff, and Max. Jeff and Max are both dead now, rest in peace. So half of my first roommates are fucking dead. Max died from an overdose. Jeff died from a car accident. Jeff loved cars. Max loved drugs. They died doing what they loved. <laughs> they were some of my... They were my best fucking friends. I would miss them every fucking day. But Kyle one night got blacked out and... I feel like that, you, don't even, you don't even need to say that when you're telling a story. Okay, it was just a night, you know? We come home. Kyle's passed out on the couch in the living room, and uh, Grant's with us too. He goes back to, like across the hall to his room and then back or something. And then you guys, he comes in and he goes, "It smells like poop out there, guys." <laughs> and we go out. There was a coil of shit beneath the chair that Kyle was passed out on, so and his co- pants were still on. So, coil meaning of- that he was so fucked up, he took his pants down, leaned over, shit then pulled his pants back up and went back to sleep. Which, I'm not sure what to make of it, but it was fucking hilarious.
1: Coil of shit just makes me think of yogurt land. <laughs> when you get a nice... That's exactly
0: what it looked like.
1: Yeah, so that's what I thought. It's really hard to come up with things that won't self-incriminate me.
0: Yeah, that's all I'm thinking about. <laughs> Wait, I think I just remember the first time we went to a party together in Isla Vista. When we were sitting up on that we were sitting up on that uh, fence, that like cement ledge. Oh, man. I, and that <laughs> that fight broke out between two girls.
1: Yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> I, okay, so I do remember this. Um,
0: the, I think that was like the one, that was one of the, yeah, that was the first time we hung out because you were still, you sad, you had a girlfriend and you guys weren't getting along or something and... That was the last the relationship, Trevor. We used to go on the website SB Party Scene to see where parties were at. Oh yeah, we talked about this in the Viani episode.
1: Yeah, so it would
0: list them all. You just like hit them up in in succession. You list out all the addresses. So, like, so we're gonna hit this. We gotta hit that. We gotta t- dance with all these girls. <laughs> Relating we'd fucking DJ Quizzo
1: and fucking oh man, T Fresh and me and Eli are sitting on you know, um, little balcony, not a balcony, but like a ledge. Where you can just see the whole party. We're just sitting back, you know, kind of gauging the situation. A a fight breaks out. I don't know if it was guys or girls, but whatever happened, there ends up being a chick fight next to me. I got these brand new kicks on. I don't know what they were, but they meant something to me. And um, somebody got a little too close to my kicks, let's just say. So uh, I gave them a little head nodge. And when I say head nodge... Yeah, there was a full-on brawl with uh, women, and they were touching my shoes. I wasn't too happy. If you guys are well aware of football, um, it's when it's fourth down. Let's talk about disabled
0: people. Uh, You remember when I made out with the midget? Actually, I don't think you were there for that. I don't think I was. All right. I think this has been a long episode. How do we conclude this?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's tons of things to talk about, but a lot of of it kind of points to self-incriminating. Uh, on the internet and I don't think we can really talk about our good stories.
0: Yeah, I mean the big motivator for me starting this podcast was to get in touch with or to like bring that nostalgia back with like our friends and and like our mischievous collegiate years. And you hear that word unfiltered until
1: you actually get on the air and you're like oh damn. Uh, <laughs> this might not work out for me.
0: Yeah, no, that's why people complain about like, oh, all this politically correct shit. I mean, no, people need to keep their jobs. Like, <laughs> I understand it. Did you know Hitler was a Nazi? I
1: bet Hitler would have liked our podcast on filter.
0: So yeah, Trevor, uh, I'd like to thank you for joining me on here.
1: Hey, thank you for having me. I don't think this is the last time. Uh, I feel like once I think it is, <laughs> we've had enough of you. Yeah, I, I believe so. I
0: think I think this is gonna be. I think this podcast is gonna get the most plays, only because you have the most people who want to listen to your voice, and uh, that's a good thing.
1: Congrats on the 70, 72 plays.
0: Seventy two. Pl- what am I a fucking suicide martyr? Seventy two virgins.
1: I am a big fan of live leaks, so I think those things get a little bit more plays than this podcast.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, if we could do an ISIS beheading podcast, I'd be all in for that. Do you have an orange jumpsuit? Well, it was white when I bought it.